Welcome to Honest Money, your best guide to financial freedom. I'm Warren Ingram, the author of a few best-selling books, and I'm also an award-winning financial planner, and I've helped thousands of people on their journey to financial freedom. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I am here to share my experience and the best ideas that I've learned, and I hope these ideas help you on your journey to financial freedom. Welcome to Honest Money. Uh, we, we received a listener's question from Sean, and it's a little bit complicated, but I think it's an issue that a lot of people are, are dealing with, so I thought it was worth just, just explaining the question and then, uh, and then getting into the answer. So, so Sean has a, a range of different unit trusts, and he uses an investment platform um, as an administrator for those unit trusts. And what he's finding is that he thinks the, the way that the fees are explained to him are opaque and, and, and complicated. So there's kind of two sets of fees. So there is the TIC, which is called the total investment charge, uh, and, and then the administration fees. And he's saying, you know, it, it feels to him like those fees are, are kind of continuously being deducted. And, it, and, and his analogy is it's like stripping the parts from the car while it's driving. Uh, eventually you'll have no car left because all the parts have been stripped. Um, and then his question follows up to say, perhaps it's better to set up uh, a separate kind of a money market account or a fee account and, and then make sure that all your fees are deducted from that so that your, your um, underlying funds can actually continue to grow without paying those fees. Uh, so, so let's get into it. I think to, just to explain the difference firstly, so, so the, the charges that you see for unit trusts called TIC, total investment charge, those are for, for unit trusts only. So for example, if you've got an investment platform and you know that's company A uh, and you use company A's platform but you buy company B, C, D, E, F and G's funds, then uh, two sets of people or two sets of companies need to be paid. So, so firstly, you need to pay the administration fees to company A because they're doing the administration and custodianship of your assets. And then you need to pay the fund managers from B uh, onwards to, to actually manage your money in those funds that you've selected. So a total investment charge is, is then typically being paid only to the fund managers. So, so that's not, it doesn't have actually anything to do with with your administration platform, that that's simply the fund the fund costs for for being in a unit trust, and and a total investment charge will be made up of a few different fees. So it will be the fee that you pay the fund manager, and that's that's you know uh, um, typically just a fund um, um, annual fee, uh, asset management fee, or annual management fee, and then there are some other charges. So you're paying uh, the custodian of the unit trust. So you know that's typically a bank, and it's separate from the fund manager. You're paying uh, transaction charges, which are the charges uh, levied by the stockbrokers when your fund manager is buying or selling the underlying shares, bonds, uh, or other investment in instruments. Uh, and, and then there will be things like audit fees and the like. So your total investment charge uh, you know, it, it is a few layers of fees, but the idea is that, uh, th that you as an investor have a very good idea of all the charges that you're paying uh, for that fund that you've got. Uh, and, and some funds will also have a performance fee. And, and so your, your TIC could vary quite widely. So you might find some funds where, where in a year you're paying 0.5% uh, TIC because there was no performance, you know, the fund did badly, whatever the deal is. And in the same fund, you know, a year later, 
you're suddenly paying 2%. And, and then you're wondering why on earth your, your fee's gone up four times in, in size. And that will be because of the performance fee. So, so just understand that, you know, that your annual management fee, which is a component of your TRC, um, it, it, if there is a performance fee as part of that, you, you could be in for a wild ride when, when things are going well in that fund. The administration fee then is a completely separate thing. So, so that will be something that you'll see um, disclosed on your statements. Usually you'll see it as a percentage, but you'll also see it as a monthly fee. So what will happen is they'll actually deduct some of the, the money from your underlying funds uh, and, and charge it to you as a random amount. So, so for example, you might see a transaction value of 2,000 rand, you know, and 22 cents uh, in a month, and, and it's called administration. And, and that is the fee that you're paying to your fund administrator. So, so that's the company that's putting all of your other um, unit trusts together, consolidating everything, uh, and then holding those funds on your behalf, keeping all of the records and, and providing you tax reports on an annual basis. So, so there are two separate things. Um, I'm not convinced anymore, uh, Sean, to your question that they're opaque and difficult or, or they're trying to be, uh, you know, hide the fees from you. I think, uh, I, I think the, the unit trust industry and the platform industry in South Africa is working quite hard to actually get, uh, you know, make the investments more transparent. Uh, and, and so there might be a bit of confusion as to why the two, but, but it's, it's probably confusion because they're working to transparency rather than to being opaque and, and hiding things from you. Uh, but, but you need to understand that there are two parties in the mix. Um, you, you know, if you want to set up a, a separate fee account for your administration fees, that's possible. So if you're going to do that, my suggestion is to use, you know, a money market fund or an income fund for those fees. So you can say to, to your, uh, your, your overall administrator that you want all of the administration fees to be deducted from one fund specifically. Uh, and, and it, you know, that then doesn't sell units in your other funds. Um, and the reason why I suggest a money market or income fund is that, that it's very unlikely that your money market fund will go down in value. So it's a bit more stable and predictable. Yes, the returns won't be so good, but, but when you're deducting fees on a monthly basis, you, you don't want uh, you, to, to sell out of a fund that's just gone down by a, a lot and then you sell out at, you know, at a very low value. And so, you know, money market fund, uh, you know, at least it won't go down and you will earn some interest. Um, I guess it's it's worth pointing out that if you're earning interest, there might be some income tax implications to the interest, but but that's possibly the a, a route to follow. Um, I'm not too worried usually for myself uh, when I'm paying administration fees from my underlying funds, and I, I don't separate that out into in, um, and, and then have a fee fund only because I don't really want to sit on too much cash. So I, I'm happy to have a very long-term focus where um, you know my portfolio will go up and down you know as markets shift but uh, but but over time i'm i'm anticipating that uh, you know the growth will be higher than the fees um, and and so if there are a few months in a year where the, the growth is less than the fees uh, I, I factor that into my long-term calculations so so I, I i'm not a big fan of that but i know a lot of uh, um, you know people like having their, their fees deducted from one place only uh, and you know maybe that's a bit of preference that, you know, know that you can select so so sean i'm not gonna kind of I'm, i am sitting on the fence a bit because i think it's a little bit about preference and what you want 
Um, but, but secondly, just making sure then that your cash account, you know, your money market account for the fees isn't too high so that your whole portfolio now becomes, you know, overbalanced to cash and, and, and you know, then you sacrifice a bit of growth. Uh, I, I thank you for the question because I think a lot of people will, will focus on that and I think it is important to look at your fees and make sure that they are reasonable. Um, you know, and, and if the fees are high in your portfolio, especially the TIC, you know, it might be worth changing the funds that you own uh, and making sure that you consolidate as much as you can on administration platforms because one of the things we know about administration platforms is the more money you, you allocate uh, to, to them, the lower your overall admin fees get. So they are incentivizing you to, to combine your assets and build, build, up, build them up at one place. And, and I think, you know, um, you know, administration platforms do add value because it's a nightmare doing tax reports and trying to keep a track of everything that you've got, especially when you've got local and global investments. But, but then you need to pay for that and, and, and you want to pay as little as possible, but, but make sure that you, you, you're paying a good administrator to deliver good service. You know, you know, one of the things I've noticed in South Africa is that some of the good administrators from a decade ago are now pathetic and, and, and it costs a fortune and lost time trying to chase up and make sure that their admin works. And, and, and that can be really expensive when they mess up your tax reports, for example, and SARS charges you penalties, etc. So, so make sure you choose a good administrator. I, I pay those admin fees with a bit of a smile because I, I know what bad admin looks like and I don't want that uh, to, to kind of repeat on me into the future. But it is very much a choice. So if you don't like the, you know, the admin fees, you can always go direct to the underlying unit trust companies. But but then know that you've got, you know, uh, five funds, and, and that means five times the admin that you need to keep track on. I hope that helps, Sean, and thank you for your questions. Thank you for listening to Honest Money. If you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Warren Ingram. Don't forget to subscribe. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Chat soon.